Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Hey, welcome to our show. It's for you. Those of you that work so freaking hard for your money and you're ready for your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 million years from now, but right now. So you can live that life that you love with those you love. But most importantly, it's not just about getting rich, is it? It's about living a rich life because as you are blessed financially, you have a greater capacity to bless the lives of those around you. Guys, thank you so much for allowing me to serve you today, allowing to show up here. You guys have been binging on these episodes faster than I can produce them. You guys have been sharing this with other people. Thank you so much for doing that. And again, thanks for those of you that are really making 2023 an amazing year. So guys, thank you for so, so much for tuning in. As a reminder, check out our website, moneyripples.com, especially if you have questions for us, anything you want to check out there, as well as our passive income calculator, go check that out today. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out, simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. All right, guys. So I'm brought on the guest that I should have had on at least a few years ago. And I can't believe I haven't. In fact, I even reached out to her and said, Cheryl, have I brought you on the show yet? And she said, no. I said, man, I am, I am failing you. Uh, so, so you guys know, Cheryl is my merchant advocate. She's the one that helped get me connected with my merchant services. So those of you who are in business, I don't know how many of you are or not, but if you're in business, especially if you ever use any kind of merchant account, even if this is your side hustle, uh, if you're using a merchant account, you know, there's a lot of ifs, thens, and buts, right? There's a lot of little fine print that's in there. And sometimes that can cost you dearly. Sometimes a tune of hundreds, if not thousands of dollars per month. And, uh, and this is what I found out as well. I actually found out that in my own case, I had a merchant provider that said one thing, yet the contract said another, um, completely created distrust and uh, made me really angry, in <laughs> fact. And uh, Cheryl actually was the one that helped reveal it because I knew something was kind of fishy, but I didn't know what to look for. Well, that's what Cheryl's been doing really for the last 25 years. Basically, since she was like a 12-year-old, she's been doing this. So uh, she's been doing this a long time and doing an amazing job. And I want to bring her on to teach you guys maybe some things to look for, but also just introduce her to you. That could be somebody that could actually help serve you guys and make your lives better and save you hundreds, if not thousands. So Cheryl, welcome to our show. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Yeah, I, I definitely shy away from the podcast. So it's definitely not on you that I haven't been on the podcast. I know that other people called out to me as well and said, Hey, you should be on the podcast. And I'm like, okay. And then I don't, I'm not proactive. So, <laughs> uh, Hey, we got you on now. That's yeah. it's better late yeah. than never. Right. Exactly. So, 
Good. Well, give us a little bit more on your background. I mean, just tell us more about who Cheryl is. So I live in Colorado and I've lived here since I was 12. So very long time. I went to CU Boulder and I received a degree that if you want to make any money in the real world, it's not helpful. And I needed a job. So was that uh, like my sociology degree? So it's international affairs with an emphasis on Latin America and a minor in economics and a minor in women's studies. So wow, what do you do with that? So I catered for a while. And then <laughs> naturally, that's uh, catering is the natural next step after doing international affairs. Yeah, well, I was doing that all through college and then just kept going. But a friend of mine, she's a year older, so she graduated a year earlier and her company was hiring. And I said, oh, great. What do they do? And she said, merchant services. And I said, well, what is that? And I remember my first day on the job, and there were quite a few of us newbies, and I was only 25 years old at the time. I think actually it was just a couple days before my 25th birthday, but they brought us into the training room and up on this whiteboard, they had the life cycle of a credit card transaction. And I looked at that and I thought, I am never going to understand this. There's so many pieces. There's so many steps. There's so many players in the game. Mm -hmm. And fast forward to today, that's exactly... Uh, now I am an expert in it and I understand along every single step of the way, what can prevent an owner from making the most profit possible, because it's not just, there's two, obviously there's two parts to a successful business. There's how much revenue you bring in and there's how much revenue you keep. And that's exactly along the lines of what you do, Chris, because you also teach money. It's like teach people, Hey, you have all this money coming in. But here's how you can keep more of it. Here's how you can invest in a better way. So it's sort of like what I do is along the same lines, but in merchant services, you, yeah. there's so many pieces and parts to it. It's a pretty unregulated and it's also highly lucrative. So you just get a bunch of sneakiness, really a bunch yeah. of sneakiness. So. Well, and that's the kind of question I was going to ask is where do you usually see those holes, mm -hmm. right? Because I know from my situation, I was always, as a business owner, I was always focused on what's the interest rate they're charging, right? Yep. That's the easy baseline that people look at. It's like, okay, is it charged me, you know, 2.6% versus 2.9 versus whatever. But the thing that started getting me to question if I was really being lied to or not was all these extra charges that were there that really should not have been there. What, what have you seen in your experience? Oh my gosh, so many things. <laughs> so... If you are a business owner and you accept credit cards, you should get every month, whether it's in the mail or online, a statement of your rates and fees and all of your transactions for the month, your merchant statement. Yeah. Now, if you look at that, it might as well be written in Egyptian hieroglyphics to most people. But every single one of those areas could be an area where the business is overpaying. So... I mean, it could just be that the merchant provider is knowingly overcharging you, but that's not entirely the case for 100% of the overcharges. A lot of times it could be simply the business isn't set up correctly or there's a procedural error, but every single one of those line items tells us a lot about exactly what types of credit cards people are accepting, how they're accepting them. 
So for instance, say you're a business that sells to other businesses, right? So you're B2B. And the types of cards that you're accepting are mostly corporate cards, business cards, purchasing cards. If you're not with the correct merchant provider, you're getting charged more. That merchant provider isn't making more because they're having to pass the fee basically to the credit card company, right? To your customer's credit card company through the processor. But your rates, just by the very fact that your processor doesn't have the the right technology to lower your costs, you're getting charged more than you should be, but you're not aware of it. And it's not that your processor is overcharging you. Um, it's, It's not a revenue issue for them. So there's no red flag and they don't, they don't even notice it. Right. So that could be one of the ways that, I mean, we see that all the time in B2B. Another thing could be there's industry codes in merchant services as well. SICs, standard industry codes. And many of those industry codes allow you to, as a business, to get a discount on certain types of credit cards that you accept. Well, if you're coded incorrectly, then you're not able to take advantage of those discounts. I'll give you an example. So anyone in healthcare, doctor, dentist, anything like that, veterinarian as well. If your SIC code was not entered correctly when that processor first set you up in their system, you know, when you sign the agreement and you're a new client, then you are not receiving the healthcare discount that Visa put forth about mm, two years ago. So that could be as much as 0.5% that you're paying over on some of your charges, but not all of them. So it's actually pretty complicated. I think that's what's allowed me to stay in the industry for so long just because it's fascinating for me. So, yeah. (laughs) You're saying you kind of like to geek out on on some of those little... I really do. (laughs) T's and I's that you're dotting and crossing or crossing. Yes. Yes. And, And all those line items, they really allow us to dive in and see how a business is being overcharged. I mean, I was on the phone last week with a retailer that is global and I don't know, I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of locations they have. We haven't gotten into everything um, exactly with them, but what they wanted us to do is a complete evaluation of those line items that are showing up on their statement. They know that the rate that they've been able to negotiate with their processor is amazing. But what if their processor set them up incorrectly? And when you're talking about processing millions of dollars in transactions every single year, even 0.05, 0. 0.1, 0. 0.2%, I mean, that can add up to a massive amount. And that's straight off the bottom line profit that's being taken. So people might be like me, right? Where even I'm, a, I'm in the finance world, I know that if I pull out a statement, I'm not going to know what most of it means. So what's the information that they would need to you know, provide so you can be able to see what, what they have? The entire statement, all pages of the statement. Okay. And we'll we really, I like to have the most recent three, the most recent three. Three months? Yeah. Gotcha. Just to mm-hmm. see if there's trends or patterns that happen, especially on certain months. Right. Sometimes processors charge part of the fees on one month and part on another. Um, there could be quarterly fees. I also really like to see the statement messages that are on at the bottom of the statement. Well, most of the time they're at the bottom. Some processors put them on page one. Most put them on the last page. But 
for me, they're really fascinating. And I printed one out to read today that I just, I just received. So if you don't mind, if you will indulge me, this is what gets me excited. So this is a business in Pennsylvania and we're seeing a ton of rate increases happen. They started in October. They're going through January. So when you read these statement messages, it'll say like effective December 1st or effective October. This one is effective December 1st. So every transaction that they've been processing this month is being charged more. And all of these add up to a 17% increase in fees for this particular client. Listen to everything that's going up. Okay. Effective December 1st, 2022, your payment processing fees will be increased to offset the rising cost of transaction processing. Your qualified base discount rate, so that's the first thing, will be increased by 0.20%. That's a pretty big amount. A transaction network access fee of 10 cents will be added increased to all your authorized transactions, including returns and declines. That's the second one. Your non-qualified surcharge processing, and I can explain that in a minute, fees will be increased by 0.7%. If you are not currently charged this fee, one will be added at 0.7%. That's number three. The fees for access to card brand services fee will be increased by 0.1%. Four biggies that are happening. 0.1, 0.7 at a time. That's not nothing big, right? But it adds up to 0.9% and 10 cents. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. And for this, yeah, now, and the 0.7 was just on non-qualified, but non-qualified is an ambiguous term used in the merchant services industry. It could be a rewards card. It could be a hand-entered card. It could be a corporate card. There's no set definition of non-qualified. Each processor gets to choose which types of credit cards fall into non-qualified And many, many years ago, I worked at a processor and when they were deciding what was going to fall into non-qualified, they put a very common credit card type into non-qualified and it was a mistake. And they were like, oh, well, because they were making so much extra money by putting that credit card type, like it was a low level rewards card, should never have been in non-qualified but they just didn't care to undo their mistake and they were making a ton more money and it's unregulated. So why not? Why not? You can't, right? You can complain all you want. They're rules, right? Yep, exactly. So it's just really important to, I mean, I believe in who, not how, and I know you do as well, Chris. That's exactly why people um, engage you um, to help them with their financial future and freedom. Because you, that's your specialty. You know how to help them with that. Um, This is what we know. What I know is merchant services. And there are so many places that you can cut costs and stop paying your processor for all your hard-earned work. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. By the way, we're going to... We're going to put your contact information in the show notes here on the blog on moneyripples.com so people can see that. They can also read it too. If they're not big listeners, they can read these blogs and read your oh. transcription and see how poor my English is. Well, the question I can hear from some of our listeners coming up is this. They'll say, oh, all this merchant account drama. This is exactly why I don't have a merchant account. I just use Stripe or I use PayPal or something equivalent. What are the advantages or even the disadvantages of using those kind of processing systems? Well, I would say an advantage. I mean, 
people perceive it as an advantage to use Stripe or PayPal, but it's a flat rate, right? So instead of getting a four-page statement with all these line items that the average business owner, the, their eyes will just glaze over when they try and read them because it doesn't make any sense to them. But they get, it's a very simple statement. They know they're paying maybe 2.75% or maybe 3% flat. And it's easy, right? They can anticipate maybe even for budgeting purposes, they can anticipate what their bill is going to be from their merchant provider. Okay. So I say perceived advantage because generally those flat rate pricing structures end up costing a business owner a lot more. So 2.75, 3%, generally it's more advantageous to the processor. There's a lot of extra profit built in there. So now Stripe specifically, some softwares, you know, they will only interface with Stripe. So sometimes you're, you're stuck using Stripe. Stripe, developers love Stripe because it's just easy to implement. Their API is really great for developers, but not necessarily fabulous for the software users who are forced to utilize Stripe for their merchant services. So that makes sense. And yeah. I know that obviously with Stripe or PayPal, they could cancel you or just say, you know what, you seem too high risk in the industry. We can just cancel you at any time. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen to people before. And, and especially if that's their one main line they go to, they no longer have any way to collect. Right. So risk departments are very important. It's very important to have a good, as a sales rep, to have a good relationship with risk department or even someone higher up in that processor. I I mean, most of my clients don't change processors. We just whittle away at their rates and fees while keeping them with their current provider. Some clients need to switch processors. So I have a handful of processors I use, but there are some that I would never put certain clients with because that processor doesn't understand that industry type. And it's just going to be a nightmare for everyone involved. Transparently, it would be a nightmare for me as well, right? Who wants to get a call from an unhappy client? No, no fun. (laughs) Life is complicated enough. Let's see if we can at least make one area of it as smooth as possible. That makes sense. Well, Cheryl, this has been awesome. Uh, Any last minute advice for people? If you're hand entering credit card sales, make sure that there's a zip code that your system is asking for zip code. If you are taking business cards, make sure your processor is capable of allowing your transactions to qualify for a low rate. And every single month, what you need to do is you need to look at your statement. If you do nothing else, look at your statement and Find the total fees charged and the total volume you processed and divide the total fees charged by the volume you processed and see what your net effective rate is, your NER. And that will allow you, now it should fluctuate a little bit here and there every single month, but if there's a drastic change in that, maybe by more than say 0.3, that could definitely indicate some sort of issue. It could be just your processor raise rates, but it, it's definitely indicative of something's going on and I'm paying too much. And then you can just send me the statement and I can tell you why. <laughs> As I was saying, like, you could just do it like what I did. I said, I suspect something's happening. I'm not exactly sure yes. I understand it, why or how it's happening. Cheryl, please help me. And Yes, if you look at your statement, you say... I have no idea what this means, but boy, it looks like a lot of money coming out every month. The analysis is free. There's no reason not to do it. So, and you'll make me happy because I get to look at another merchant statement. 
<laughs> I'm so glad you're happy to do that. Yes, I know. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I know. But that's what makes the world go around. We all specialize. <laughs> that's right. We love weird for that very reason alone, right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, Cheryl, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been awesome. Definitely, we'll put your, your contact information in the show notes. Everybody else, reach out to Cheryl, especially if you're wondering what's going on with my situation. Am I losing money? Am I have this leak in my money that I've never known I've had this entire time? Go ahead and ask Cheryl. You know, there's no risk to that. Have her look, take a look at your stuff. And guys, that's how we get real value from the show. It's one thing to learn from it. It's another thing to actually take something and implement it and watch your life start to change incrementally day after day, week after week. So guys, thank you for joining us today. Make it a wonderful and prosperous and hopefully less cash flow leaky week. And we'll talk to you later. Thanks, bye. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Now.